There is a podcast beyond that which is known to man. It is a discussion as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between movies and TV, between gaming and tech, and it lies between a collection of comics and the summit of our knowledge. This is the podcast of our imagination. We call ourselves the Nerdtastic Four. Welcome to the Nerdtastic Four podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Desmond. I am Kern. And I'm Rose. And I'm Chris. And I was right about Captain Britain. And I, well, I was wrong about you being wrong. We were, but you were right, so that's what that means. Uh, guys, if you were here last episode, then you know. If you weren't, then you know what? Go back, listen to it, and then come listen to this one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, In order, people. Kern had stated that there was an issue with uh, Captain Britain's powers. Go I, ahead. I said that he sucked as a superhero. Because oh, that's what you were, you were about. orgasming I, over him, and I was like, he sucks. And I couldn't remember why I thought he sucked. And then later on, um, you looked it up because I was—I knew there was something and I couldn't the find it. The of right and his suit. I looked it up. You were, you were right. That yeah. He had the powers. And at one point, apparently, within the kingdom of Britain, he was limited on his his geographical area area of uh, like badassery or whatever. And, you, and you know what? This is even worse for me than than that is I didn't know that part of this Captain Britain story because the Captain Britain I had apparently is after he returned from And that's why I'm so happy about this because no. getting something on top of you in a comic book <laughs> oh. deal, that's like, no, that's I, like I, a gold medal I, moment I, right I, here. I, just so everyone knows, I immediately went home and then told Kern, I said, you were, you were right. I looked it up <laughs> because I, I felt horrible because I don't know Captain Britain super well. But uh, apparently after his rebirth, it's tied to the magical force of the earth. And he no longer even needs his suit sometimes, and it's, he, he runs on emotion like the Hulk. As long as he stays in control of his emotions, he's limitlessly powerful. And but Kern's right. At one point, he was bound to the British Kingdom over uh-huh. the Queen's head. And I didn't. I, you know, it's not that I'm a Captain Britain fan or anything. It's just I randomly read that somewhere at some point in time, and I was like, yeah, that kind that, of sucks that, that, as that, a superpower. You know, you're only you know good if you're on the Isle of England. Well, I mean, does it, I don't know. Yeah, I wondered about that. Does it count like colonies? Like, yeah, I don't know. Could, could, yeah, I don't know. It's like when India was still part of it, could he go over there and be powerful? Or, yeah. It's like he's he's only powerful in half of Ireland. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. gone <laughs> hours hey, away. They're attacking the small village. Great, let's go. Where's it at? Russia. Aww. It's like Spider-Man if he goes to like a field. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing that's, for him to swing on. That's something I, I noticed. I was like, Spider-Man only works in like New York City where there's tall buildings everywhere. Yeah. I can't remember what comedian it was, but he was talking about if he was in some small town, there's like one tall building, he just keeps swinging around. <laughs> and he's like, come over here! <laughs> Fight me, you coward! <laughs> but you won't come to the 30th floor and say that to my face. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So, let it be said that we learned from our mistakes. Especially me, because I make most of the mistakes. So, that's our first bit of news. Is that was our Desmond was episode. wrong. That's it. I should just drop the mic and walk out. That's right it. Now. Well, don't <laughs> drop the mic. We need that still. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to the Nerdtastic <laughs> 4 podcast. This has been our Kern Was Right episode. <laughs> Yay. You know what? We should just label it that. It's a great title. Kern, <laughs> Kern Was Right. About Kern something. Right. About one thing. I'm going to hang so, on to no, this. No, you were right about the jet fighter. At that one time in that podcast? No, no. You were right about the jet fighter. They'll be like, yeah, Grandpa, sure. Because I did, I watched it. I was like, it, it is way more badass than I thought the jet fighter thing. Because it does have the guns now. I was like, awesome! I can play F Zero for real. So. Oh yeah. What else we got? Yeah. What happened? Uh, I got a job today, kind of, pretty much. Kind of, pretty, pretty much. What, what, what kind of job? 
I can go back to being alcoholic. <laughs> I can finally afford it again. Yay! Wait until he shares this podcast at work and gets fired. <laughs> no reason. No, I'm not. No. Listen, we uh, we had to let you go. It's just I, I uh, I've been on a diet for the last two weeks and I've lost six pounds. I, can't, I saw that. I can't drink alcohol. Well, you can you can drink whiskey. I can drink whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. And, alcohol and has lots of calories. And Michelob, it's the carbs. Carbs. Yeah, I'm on a low carb diet, so I can drink like a couple of Michelob Ultra. That's okay. Oh, I can geez. drink whiskey. I can drink scotch. Anything scotch. With whiskey family. Yeah. yeah. Bourbon, um, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. I, I actually am back on it too. I, oh, really? Yeah, I've been doing that and doing a little half mile every day at work. Take a break and go speed walk that. I'm but, on this great diet where I eat tons of sushi and then whatever else I want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I used and to then be on I that just one. go to the gym. Great. I loved it. <laughs> Sushi's awesome. Rose is like kind of, she's like a crack dealer for sushi. She got me hooked <laughs> on it. Now like I can't even, you know. That was so funny. The first time that we all went and got sushi, you're like, I don't really like sushi, but I'll go. <laughs> and now you're like, are you going to go get sushi? Yeah. <laughs> Can I come get sushi with oh, you? I'm scratching my neck. No, I, sushi, did, sushi. I did the same thing to all of my friends. <laughs> I they I introduced them to the like the $10 sushi night they have at Rain. That's awesome. And so now I have friends who used to think that sushi was absolutely the worst, most disgusting thing in like existence. Now they're obsessed and they have to go every week. But it, but it comes it, with sake. So ex- that ex- is- explain <laughs> this ten dollars sushi night to me. Do you uh, know about this? Well, this yeah, episode. I'm tell a story about how we closed a business, a small business, in a minute. <laughs> this, oh, right. Okay. This episode brought to you by Rain Sushi Lounge well, in Amarillo. Not brought by Shogun. <laughs> Well, is that, what is well, it? Well, Samurai sushi. Samurai sushi. It's not brought to you by them. And so explain it. So, Rain, every Monday nights for ten ninety nine, you get two sushi rolls and a thing of sake. So we go with a big group of friends. We all order stuff, and then we just smorgasbord it. That sounds awesome. We'll do that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try that now because my wife loves sushi. And I actually it was pretty cool because, you know, they, they had some sushi that I was looking at, you know, Rose can attest to this because that's uh, where we were at earlier. And there was one roll. I don't know what that roll was, but I was looking at it and I could see, you know, I, you know, the, you could see the fish really good on there. You know, some of the, some of those rolls oh, are yeah. kind of like got the rice, whatever in there. You know, it's kind of kind of camouflaged in there. But this was just blatant. And they're like, oh, you should try this. And I was like, ah, I don't know. And I was like, okay, okay, what the hell? I'll try it. You know, it's all out here. You know, it's just one piece. And actually, it was really good. So I was glad I did. So yeah, it was pretty cool eating it that way because then if you're scared to try something and you don't want to commit to a whole entire you know roll, yeah. you can just taste it and then remember it and then order it next time. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm going to try that. I'm yeah, it's really good. There's a there's like certain sake you can get because there's some sake you can't get that's, that's like not part of the sushi. It's like basically the house sake it, kind of. I, I mean, I know, yeah, I know but you can I'm get lying, like you can get and you can get it hot or cold. Oh, okay, and I was like, I have to have it. They have several yeah. different flavors. Yeah, yeah. The butterscotch flavor oh, one is really good. Warm butterscotch. Yeah, I'm not, I'm warm butterscotch is all I ever get when I go to Reno. You can get original as well. Well. That sounds awesome because now we're going to tell this story. Uh, Once upon a time, there was a place called Samurai Sushi. Yes. It was over off Western. Yeah, it was actually a building. And by off, I mean on Western. It was in a building that I actually used to clean as a child. Yep. I remember going with him and his mom to clean this building. <laughs> yeah. And now it's not something to clean. No. Well, now it, it's a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Anyway. Well, but me and Desmond shut this place down oh, because no. they had unlimited sushi. They, they did this to 26 bucks? I think it was like 26. 
You ordered how many rolls at once? Well, you paid 26 bucks and you could order three or four rolls at a time. I think it was six half rolls. So you could pick like six different kinds. Uh-huh. They bring you half rolls of all of them. And then as soon as they bring it out, they go, would you like to order your next plate? Well, no, they so made that they're making it first. The first oh, time they made yeah, it, yeah, yeah. the first plate that we had to finish first. And then, because they don't want us to waste sushi, obviously. Uh-huh. And that lasted about five minutes, I think. Yeah, and they were, they were like, oh, would you like to order something else? So they bring us a card and we check it. We send it back and then they started We made sure we were it. checking off ones we hadn't had so we could have as many different kinds. Uh-huh. And then they did, like Chris said, then they, were, they brought it and they were like, do you want another one? And uh, mm-hmm. the night progressed through. We were there for probably five or six hours. Damn. I don't know how many plates Golly. of sushi. We it, ate so much sushi. It was, it was, it was one of those things where like, let's it was like sit here dozen, for a while. <laughs> it was like a dozen. No, he brought a DS and we had talked about bringing laptops and stuff. Maybe he brought his DS. I had my phone. We were, we were mm-hmm. plugged into the wall and we were just making the So you just took a break for 30 minutes and you were hungry again. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's sushi. So yes. I'm like, hey, more sushi. <laughs> so we would yeah, like to I continue eating really, sushi. really bad. It was like two weeks after we were yeah, there. Two weeks. That they, they closed gone. down. The, well, a week Aww. later, they ended it. They were like, no oh, more yeah, free. Oh, yeah, they quit doing the... No more free. <laughs> and apparently that was the only thing that anybody went there for. And it was probably just Aww. me and Chris anyway. Then they closed down. And I felt so really sad. horrible. Because we gave the sushi maker, you know, oh, yeah. carpal tunnel, and then yeah, <laughs> they were probably all oh, great customers, and they're like, never let them back in here. Made him lose his job. It's like they paid us fifty bucks, but they ate for like six hours, and now we're broke. And that's why we're on keto now. So <laughs> yep, gotta not have carbs at all. Ugh. Uh, yeah. So the great the great thing about a low carb diet is all the steak. Yes. Tons. The bad thing about low carb diet is all the not carbs. Yeah, no bread. <laughs> can't have sushi. Can't have pizza. Can't have like nothing fun. Just nothing fun. It's just well, I mean, but you realize you realize that like a cheeseburger is better when it's just a piece of meat with cheese sure. on it. It's better without the bun. I like wraps. I'm, I'm, I do. Yeah, I like wraps. I like going to Jimmy John's and getting a sandwich. Oh no, just I make like lettuce. Vietnamese style home wraps. Oh, like I make a yeah. BLT, but I just do it in the lettuce wrap with tomato mm-hmm. and like shredded, ah. shredded carrots. Yeah, I was and stuff. I was eating cheeseburgers just with like a big thing of lettuce to like hold it. I can't I can't do that. that um, was pretty great. But yeah, that's well. What else? You were saying Pokemon Go, Rose. That's where we were. I oh yeah, it. I saw. I've been seeing. There's a there's a Facebook group I'm a part of, and one of the guys there, he's part of this group. He uh, lives in Japan. And he has been maybe not so legally leaking <laughs> tons and tons of pictures from Pokemon Go and screenshots. So basically, you've seen we've seen like what the regular screen looks like, what it looks like to catch Pokemon, what uh, you play mini games to get Pokeballs. So you're definitely not going to be buying them all the time and with real money. Um, it'll probably be optional. It'll probably be optional. I don't yeah. want to play mini games. I, I, I would imagine money. that there will be microtransactions. <laughs> there was also the uh, there was also the announcement that wasn't really an announcement for Pokemon Sun and Moon. That was... It was basically it just... It was a non-announcement. It was a yeah. non-announcement. It's like, yeah, remember this thing we told you about a couple weeks ago? Well, we're going to tell we're you more s- about it sometime. Yep. <laughs> you guys have a great day. In this. Here's the same Are trailer we ready? showed you before. Yeah. Come back in July. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's all my Pokemon news. Well, I, it, got, it got me really sad, though, because I... Uh... I was hoping it would come out. I was at GameStop and I talked myself out of buying like Sapphire stuff. I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to start now because the new one's almost out. So I'll just wait till then. Yeah. And that announcement's at six o'clock. I'm, I'm going to go home. I got home and nothing happened and I was sad. Well, it's not coming <laughs> out till the holiday season. Well, I know, but I didn't want to get one. And like I said, I wanted to see what it looked like yeah. and find out more if it was interesting, if I liked 
who they were going to introduce and what was going on. Yeah. It didn't happen, and I was sad, and I went home. But then it was opening day for baseball, and WrestleMania happened, so I was, I was fine. Yeah, I heard about those things. Yep. And that's all I have to say about either of them. Oh, <laughs> I heard about those them. Things. No, that's all there. That's all there really is to say. I mean, it's the first day of baseball, so yeah, things don't get exciting until August, September. Sports. Yeah. WrestleMania was kind of a bust anyway. The women's mm-hmm. match was really cool. Anyway, another uh, piece of news recently, some people might have seen it, might not have. There was a little teaser, kind of twelve-minute teaser thing for the Killing Joke, the animated. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. And uh, it's coming out this summer. And first, it got put up on some random YouTube channel, and then it got taken down. And then it was put up on like Daily Motion, and then it got taken down, even though it was clearly meant to be released the way that it was produced. Yeah. Right. And I think now it's actually officially out. It's uh, it? Rose found a channel that had it. She it shared was, a link. It was a website, some website, and it had like a YouTube video. Yeah, it is. So a, it's, it was, it's a YouTube upload. I don't know if they downloaded the video that was originally up. Right. Well, maybe we'll put a link in the show notes yeah. so that people can see it because it is something you really want to see. It yeah. looks like it would be a bonus feature actually on the DVD. Yeah. So yeah. That, may that be might why, be what it is. Yeah, that may be why they took it down. I'm yeah. sure Warner Brothers didn't love that. No. Yeah. But uh, it looks very interesting. I yeah. like that it's. Um, you know, the voice actors from the 90s cartoon. And it exactly. looks just like the 90s cartoon. It does. And that like, kind of it, bothers me. He, he, I it was kind looked, of hoping to for me it to it look a little like darker. To me, it looks like sort of a blend they of did. the cartoon yeah, and they the blended comic. It. They talked about blending it also. They were yeah. trying not to just copy it off of one or the other. And, of course, the comic, they were saying to try to recreate that image would be really hard, you know, in an animation. So they were trying yeah. to kind of, kind of blend it. You know, right. so yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, my the only reason I was disappointed is some of that material is really super dark. Yeah. And I think that the cartooniness of the original animated series just kind of takes away from it a little. Does it quite mm-hmm. fit? Yeah. That's that was my only. I mean, I love the story and I love that art style. And that's one of my favorite series, but just the two together kind of was awkward for me. Yeah. Well, but I think that I want to see Hamill do that voice. Oh my god, yes. that was my favorite. I love that every time he does the voice, he's like, "I'm not going to do that anymore." And then they're like, "Hey." Uh, I guess like money? I guess the last time that he said he was done, he said I'm only going to come back if they do the killing joke. Exactly, yeah. Which is probably half the reason why they're like we should do the killing, killing joke. joke. <laughs> and, and in that in uh-huh. that video, um, as Desmond said, one of the things that they commented on, I can't remember who it was that was speaking exactly in the video, but they commented on they were like we have no idea where he pulls that voice from. You know, yeah, Hamill. They were like this, but it's fantastic. Because normally when you hear a voice from a voice actor. You can still kind of hear their normal voice in that voice, but yeah. you hear that and you don't hear Mark Hamill at right. all. No, I, I had no idea that was Mark Hamill. No, I didn't either until I think uh, Arkham City or Arkham Asylum, like one of the like documentary type oh, things really? about the game when they were like, Mark Hamill does the Joker. And I was like, that's crazy. He sounds just like the cartoon in the 90s. Uh-huh. And then I look it up, I'm like, he did the cartoon in the 90s? What? <laughs> what? See, I, I was I, blown away. I feel like, I'm like, that's bad. But then at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how many times I saw his name pop up. And I was already a teenager, and I never put two and two together. I feel like I didn't even know who Mark Hamill was. Like, I'd seen Star Wars, but like I, I'm like, I see Mark Hamill at the end, I'm like, I don't know who that is. I guess he does the Joker's voice. Good for him. And then later, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, years later, when I cared who Mark Hamill was, and then I saw his name in the credits for something, I was like, Wait a oh, minute. crap. <laughs> but he does a very good job, because it's true. Oh, like, yeah. You say, like, Phil Lamar does great voiceover work, and he's in everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I always know when I hear Phil Lamar. Yeah. Doesn't matter if he's Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if he's Hermes. Doesn't matter if he's in a video game. It's 
instantly. Same with like uh, Nolan North. I yeah. feel like you can tell it's him in some games, but he does the Penguins voice in the Arkham games, and that doesn't sound like him at all. That's all the voice acting in the Arkham stuff. It's like oh uh, yeah, what's his name? H. Uh, John Benjamin. Oh, H. John Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. He has a band right here. Oh. Well, what's weird about him is you hear him do Archer, you can tell it's him because it's just his voice. Yeah. So you see him on Bob's Burgers, uh-huh. and he's it's just his voice again. But he does uh, Jimmy Pesto's voice too oh, across really? the street, and it doesn't sound anything like him. <laughs> no. Like the first time I saw that, I was like, "That can't be right." I still remember him from the Venture Brothers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. only in like one or two episodes, but it was still yeah, definitely. And he, oh, was in, uh, he was in home movies. We also had some questions, didn't oh, we? Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, we'll play, oh, let's jump in those because we don't know how the topic's going to go. Go for it. People who follow uh, us figured out how to use Twitter one finally. Yay. It's from Dan and Kev Dan and at Kev. the Something Pod. Uh, they said, Do you really think the new Ghostbusters will be worth it? I mean, really? Negative. I was going to say, Rose, Rose is Rose is reading the question. <laughs> so. I'm going to roll away from Rose, Rose is gonna as say. I say that. <laughs> I'm going to make it hit. <laughs> There's what, yeah. Uh, okay, my opinion on it has changed very slightly, and only because of one reason. Whenever you see the fan edited trailer, and my thought watching that was, if this had been the first trailer, I would have been excited for this. And it's like, yeah, but it's the same footage, just edited differently. So then my thought is, well, the movie's going to be edited differently than the trailer, obviously. Yeah. Because it's not going to be a bunch of quick cuts and random text and stuff like that. So I'm like. I'm going to watch it, which is like an upgrade from I don't care and I'm not going to watch it. So, I don't know. And like I like the people that are in it. And yeah. like I read the, here's the thing. I already know the entire story because it leaked like a year ago and then it got confirmed recently by more people leaking that they know the whole story. So, reading through the story was what made me go, okay, this is a good story. Mm-hmm. And like the way things end up is very cool i hope that it is done well on the film so yeah i'm i'm more excited for it i'm i still like think that trailer was terrible but well, the only reason I why I i'm gonna go see that film in the movies in in the theater is because i just literally a few hours ago was in the movie theater and it was a 3d movie and the trailer for Ghostbusters was in 3D, and I was sitting there thinking, you know what? This actually visually looks pretty cool. Oh yeah, with the with the uh, graphics and everything like that in 3D. Yeah. So I was just thinking to myself, I was like, this would probably be the only reason why I see this movie. <laughs> yeah, when I it's saw just the trailer effects in 3D. Did you yeah. see it in 3D? When I saw the trailer, because I watched Batman v Superman in 3D, well, so they did yeah. the Ghostbusters trailer beforehand. Exactly. And for some reason, seeing ghosts in 3D, I'm like, I, it looked cold. have I seen ghosts cool. in 3D before? I don't, I don't know, but I, I don't feel think like I have. I feel like that 3D is really, really well done. Like, I saw all the trailers in 3D. Yeah. I mean, we all did, I think. Mm-hmm. That was the only one that stood out to me is, I need to see that 3D. That yeah, Warcraft, I, think, I thought Warcraft looked good in 3D. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I, was, I wasn't it impressed with the 3D good. in it. Because Ghostbusters actually make use. Like, there was layering. Right. And the ghost, I don't know if you noticed it, it skipped. It, it When it passed through things, it wasn't, it was never in the same plane as, like, a table. It jumped. So it was like it was passing through. Mm. Okay, you say it was the only thing that looked good in 3D. But when Ant Man ran on the, Hulk? the arrow you, oh. in the Civil War trailer in oh, 3D, yeah. that looked awesome. But I'm saying the whole thing. Yeah. yeah I know. Anyway, yeah. Rose, you you've been the most vocal. <laughs> yeah, but the only part of Ghostbusters <laughs> that looked good was the ghosts. 
True well, that. I thought the plasma would be. I mean, that's most. I did think but... that the the international trailer that you posted afterwards is a lot Even better. Even that's better, and that's, I, that's, I think that's that that trailer is. A, I still was excited by the first yeah. trailer, but I agree that that second trailer looks way yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, and then it actually um, said four friends instead of four scientists, and yeah. I was like, I'm so confused. Why did they, they fix are? it like a week I think, later? I think yeah. they're they're like missing daughters or something so like that. It was funny because uh, we watched. Um, I watched something. I watched the Cloverfield movie. The new oh. one with my parents, and oh, yeah. they had the trailer, the first trailer that still said four scientists, and my dad was like, "It was only three scientists," <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, Dad, we know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, this question. Oh yeah. I'm trying to figure out like, what does he mean by "Will it be worth it"? Like, worth the ten dollars to I've go put, to the theater? I think that's the thing. I don't think I've ever I've seen bad movies in the theater, and I still thought it was kind of worth the money. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I got to see this giant screen, like really nice sound. And... I mean, I read, I read that, but my, my take on it is, it worth, is it worth rebooting it to do it this way? Is it worth? Because sometimes people right. are gonna say, is it, is it worth redoing it? Like with Batman, people said, is it worth throwing away Nolan's? Nolan's is no longer DC continuum. It has now been Affleck. Is it worth doing that? Is it worth saying the Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and you know the, Harold Ramis? They're no longer. Yeah. Ernie Hudson, they're no longer really our Ghostbusters. Our Ghostbusters are now these ladies. Is it worth doing that? I think so. Like, I think because it's a thing. Ghostbusters was never something that was to be taken seriously. True. It's a fun, lighthearted comedy story with some awesome sci-fi butt-kicking going on in it. Mm-hmm. And it was never meant to be taken seriously. So I think that some people are, you know, holding on to that nostalgia of their old times and Let just, it go. Just being a little too serious with it, but that's—I think Let yes. I think it'll be definitely be worth it. I think it'll be fun, and that's my opinion. I'm gonna go see it. Um, other I think questions? I think it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it'll be okay. Really, if that's the question, is it really? Yeah, yeah, man. It's more Ghostbusters. I don't yeah. care. It doesn't. Here's the thing. It doesn't look bad enough that it's going to bomb completely yeah. and crap all over the previous. Two movies. Ghostbusters Two is not that great. I mean, if we're worried no. about making Ghostbusters Two look bad, come on. I mean, yeah. it has some pretty memorable <laughs> moments and some quotable lines, but it's not a great film. And Ghostbusters itself is kind of an encapsulation. You're never going to capture that. They didn't capture that. So, I mean, Ghostbusters will be always be Ghostbusters. Well, and I mm-hmm. trust Bill Murray. He says that it's better than the original. I mean, I, I'm always hesitant when actors say that, especially when they're getting a paycheck from it. So. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're also in it, so yeah. yeah. Hashtag remake. <laughs> yeah. But we have another question from uh, Open All Powers Pod. Oh, part of the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Yeah. He says you're trapped on a desert island. You can take one video game, one DVD, one comic slash graphic novel. What do you choose? Something he says also boobs. let's assume that you can take any console and a DVD player, and there's electrical hookup. If I'm all alone, it's like Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> power glove. Power glove. Power glove. Hashtag power glove. Chris is wife. You know, I read this question the other day and I was like, <sighs> What's the I'm glad I have a couple of days to think about uh, this. One video game, one DVD, no, like, oh, one comic slash graphic novel. Do I have an internet connection? 
Because then ideally oh. the game that I would want is like an MMO that I can so play forever and not people? really get that, that tired of. Yeah, right, yeah. Because like if no, I played... I would assume no, not. With no, with let, no let, let, I would assume out. not because you're trapped on a desert island. Let's start out. Let's yeah, start I say out trapped. Easy. No one knows where I am. What, what's the, what's the movie that you would take on, on DVD or slash Blu-ray? Mm. It's so hard. Because some of my favorite movies are like part of the series. Yeah. So if I can only bring one, I'd be like, I never get to see what happens after or before this. Under Siege 2, what will happen? <laughs> Bad Boys um, 2. <laughs> that's actually no. a good sequel. Um, Does anybody it's, have any ideas? Yeah, I, I, I think... I seriously be, was thinking about this today. I read it and I was like... My video I, game would definitely be Fallout 4. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, that's obvious. Well, Do you video- get the DLC? When it comes up? Yes, I get all the DLCs because okay. I paid assuming, for the season you pass. have internet connection. <laughs> well, uh, what about the internet connection? No, no, you have to no download the DLC. Oh, no. You have to download all the DLC out of a rock. It says there's yeah. electrical hookup. It doesn't say anything about connectivity. No. Uh, well, no, but you can transfer uh, internet through the electricity. Mine would be, I don't know exactly what <laughs> game it would it be, but it would have to be some kind of really cool race game, you know, like Forza or something really? like that. Yeah, I, that's, I dig race games. See, that's the thing. That's a good point. Because I mean, now like I'm thinking, games. like, I want, like, a golfing game because they're so, like, relaxing to me. I play, like, the PGA Tour game, game just because I'm like, not if I'm on a tiny little, I'm imagining, like, an island that's as big as, like, my house. I figured you would pick, like, like a tiny little you'd be island. on a little island in the middle of nowhere and you'd pick a video game like Deep Sea Fishing. <laughs> I don't want to like, well go since every time I go out I mean, there I get yeah. chewed up I deserted feel... islands simulator yeah, yeah no that's what I'm saying I feel like the right the right answer is like Cash shipwreck that's or like Tomb Raider <laughs> so you learn the survival oh, skills, yeah, yeah, the, survival skills. So the movie, you movie would... would be Castaway right <laughs> Castaway yeah, Bear Grylls whatever he's in yeah. Yeah. you have a video game Bear Grylls tap game of, or know. the movie would be like Old, uh, or like lost Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, learn how to make a house yeah. up in a tree. Right. No, my game would my game would. It, it's always the same for me. Legend of Zelda. Uh, I never get tired. The, the original one? one. Yes, I never get tired of it. Uh, Link to the Past. Oh God, no! Oh, I love Link to the Past. I, I just have to go with Link to the Past. Here's the thing: I've been playing that I game play for like. I've become a speedrunner on this island by myself. <laughs> like 25 years, I've been playing that game. I've played it Sunday night. I have no qualms playing it again and again and again. Right. It's fun to play through. You wait a little bit and you forget all about it. Plus that map. It's ridiculous. Yeah, for that time, like I remember being a kid and being like, holy crap, it's huge. No, play that forever. I almost beat that game. I beat it when I was 27. I had it on a ROM, <laughs> an emulator, whatever. <laughs> And no, I got I like know. I got to the last temple, oh, the wall, and then I accidentally right. oversaved my right my my save overwrote my save on like the title screen page, and I I cried a little bit. One day I'll mm. go back and finish it. But so graphic novel DVD a book would have to be you know it has to be like you know surviving a deserted island for dummies or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean I think, but it's not a book; it's a graphic novel. It's got to yeah, be a graphic, graphic novel. novel. Graphic novel. Oh. Yeah. Man, something with boobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the Witchblade volume. <laughs> yeah, um, my movie would be like heavy metal. Works. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. That's like a. I don't. Know, I don't read very many graphic novels, so I think I'd have to pick with what I've read most recent. That'd be The Walking Dead. I know that's kind of cool. I would. But. It would. If I picked a graphic novel, I feel like it would have to be like the the like big volume that has like all of the oh, whole storyline yeah like yeah. a whole storyline in it yeah because so, uh, if it's just to. one graphic if it's just one comic book you you have like 
five minutes of reading, like, or maybe even less. Can you continue? Can you buy like the the crossover, the Marvel DC crossover, and like oh amalgam, like a can you buy an amalgam? There's an amalgam omnibus. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'd get that one just because. What about movie? Aside from Castaway, Highlander. God, (laughs) yeah, I should have known that. Of course. Well, I guess then I'm going to take something wrong. I'm going to take something wrong. <laughs> that, that's his question. Yeah. yeah, that's my question right now. Highlander is winning. What's your favorite movie? Highlander what's the, what's or something the, wrong? No, what? Yeah. Check right now. No, check right now. I'm going to check it. We'll what's check. the percentage the on the question? Poll? The question for those that don't know is, uh, what is the greatest film in the last 50 years? And the options are Highlander or something wrong. And before we recorded, <laughs> Highlander was miles ahead. I mean. 50,000 votes? Out of 8,000 people. 50,000 or 5, something like that. Who's counting? I mean, really. Well, the internet's He started. He stopped counting after 2. These are imaginary internet points. So, um, well, I, I, What's it at now? I'm looking it up. People are supposed, it's at 56 to 44 and still the Highlander. <laughs> Hang on, I'm about to fix votes. that here real quick. <laughs> It's 50-50 for a Highlander, and the winner is something wrong. So the Highlander. My favorite movie is the first Lord of the Rings movie, but I wouldn't want to just bring the first one. Yeah, because maybe you can find no no master cuts. This is commercially available. But I'm I'm also trying to decide which because there are several movies that I can watch over and over again. Check it now. It's fifty-fifty, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I think my movie would be. The first Back to the Future. Uh, that yeah. one I'm okay with watching without watching the other two. And I just love Back to the Future. That works. My graphic novel, I would Frank Miller's The Man Without Fear. I don't care. That that's a the gimmick's just a perk. I know off the top of my head what things I read habitually over and over again anyway, so I'm pretty much stuck on a desert island anyway. Um, I'd bring like uh a graphic novel. What is that? What is that like? Bible for kids? Oh, yeah. So if I'm like, if I'm like, if I'm like all alone on an island, I'm like, I better like get stuff right with God. I'm gonna like, die real the quick. Pictures with Odyssey, uh, like illustrated Bibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That way, uh, it's like I'm gonna Bible die on this island. Thing. I might as well try to square things away with the big man. That's right. Oh man. Man, I'm torn between Clerks and Boondock Saints. I think I, see, I have to laugh. That's my thing. Is like yeah. there's really good serious movies that you don't laugh at at all. There's some funny parts in Boondock Saints, but like Back to the Future to me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you made out with your mom, yeah. <laughs> Remember, at some know. point you are going to bat to that. So I have to. I'm on an island by myself. I'm kind Power of glove. I'm kind of stuck between Scott Pilgrim. Because it's a fun movie that I could probably watch over and over again, or Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is an old, which is an older, not old. It's an older movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Mm. And really if like y'all haven't movie. seen it, you need to watch it because it's hilarious. It's, I really like that movie, but I feel like even though it's a little bit funny, that it's too dramatic for me to like want to watch over, over and over, over again. It would drain me like emotionally. For some reason, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang makes me want to take a. Chitty chitty bang bang. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe a musical because you get really good at singing it, and then when you get back, you'd have a job. Boom. 
I would like to perform in the Broadway musical Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Like, we don't do that anymore. And I'm like, drop to my knees. No! And for, yeah. for comic books, I almost want to pick something I haven't read yet. Like, get like a a big volume of like the Spider Gwen comics or something like that mm. that I haven't gotten well, the chance Spider-Gwen to read yet. Spider Gwen would be a smart choice. I do like the Spider Gwen. And like, just be able to enjoy myself reading something new. Right. Anyway. So. Those were our questions. Those are our questions. Those Thank you so much for the questions. Yeah. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. We'll, uh, we will answer them and... Until we're famous, because there won't be too many questions. Yeah. Then we'll very selectively answer No, them. we'll just have interns that answer them for well, us. Well, we'll, we'll right. just, then we'll just answer the Crisis on Infinite podcast questions. Because mm. those, those people, you know, we have, we have to do our part to keep the world safe. <laughs> to keep the red skies from crashing into the blue seas, so... Yes. So... Uh-oh. Is it that time? I think it's time for the main topic. And this one should be... I don't know how long it's going to be. It could be short. could be long. It'll probably not be short. It could be a bloodbath. It could be a bloodbath. It could be... I don't think it'll be murdered. Because I think, like... It's one of those things... Okay, here's the topic. Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And we are going to do a little spoiler-free... Yeah, we're going to start off spoiler-free. Talk about very general idea of the movie. Personally, I went in... Okay, I hated Man of Steel. I went in expecting this to be awful and came out with my friend saying, that was terrible, wasn't it? And I said, I think I loved it. That was like the first thing that I said out loud about it. (laughs) Now, does it have problems? Yes. But I feel like there's very few problems that are actually... I don't think there's any major problems that I had with the movie. Yeah. There's a couple of things that I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have done that or this, but overall, I really enjoyed it. All the performances were really good. Like, I think um, Ben Affleck gives Christian Bale a run for best Batman. I think he probably just beats him. Yeah, I think okay. I think there, there Affleck did a pretty good job. I and mean, we, we talked about it before about pigeonholing an actor, you know, and, yeah. and, and you know, my take was, you know, when I first heard Keaton was going to be Batman a long time ago. And uh, so I, I learned not to pigeonhole anybody, so I thought Michael Keaton did a really good job. But I thought Affleck did a great job as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. You know, I thought mm-hmm. he portrayed both those, you know, sides of that character really well. So I, I enjoyed it. I yeah. thought that he was one of the bright spots. I enjoyed some of the performances in the movie. I thought overall it was sloppy and the story wasn't there. And it crammed way too much in. And there were parts that just didn't make sense to me. And I watched it once. And I went in hoping that it would be awesome. Or at least Batman would be awesome. And I came away thinking at least Batman was awesome. (laughs) And I thought that it had very negative points. But I thought it had very strong positive points. But then I watched it again. And I came away hating it. I still thought. Well, it actually I changed some of the things I liked and didn't like. But I still like Affleck. Um, as Bruce Wayne a little bit more than Batman but I still felt mm. that he's the best balance overall winner for me he's probably the best Batman still so it's not like I'm wrong there's things I can nitpick but it's right. more with the story than it was with him you know who I liked the least hmm. can you guess Lois Lane no okay I know you're going to say Jesse Eisenberg I'm going to say Jesse and Eisenberg. I loved his Lex Luthor I, di- I didn't because I felt like I've seen parts of that character before in other roles that he's done I felt he had the same tone and the same rhythm as what he's portrayed in, in other aspects I don't know I could 
kind of compare his performance to like his uh, social network. I can kind of see him being like eccentric or whatever, but I feel like he was way more uh, unhinged compared to that. I don't know. I didn't I, I, when I, I watched it. I was like, this is very different than anything he's done. I that needed his storyline, so I didn't really. He had some good moments. I mean, his oh, no, character, he, but yeah. not him as his character. His character did thing within the story that were cool, like that jar. With the senator, I thought I know people have hated that. Uh, I thought awesome. it was one of the better scenes. That scene, it isn't, but the him doing him that for him was awesome. Yeah, but so the thing, so I apparently this Lex Luthor is not the Lex Luthor. Right, he's Lex Luthor Jr. It's Lex Lex Luthor Jr., which I didn't know. But the idea is going in this in universe, Lex Luthor wasn't anything to Superman. He was just a rich guy that owned LexCorp, and that was it. Cool. So whenever I watched it. Oh, I was like, this character that he's portraying is really interesting. He's doing a good job, like, being full-on crazy, uh, Jesse Eisenberg is. And I'm actually really interested in this super ridiculously crazy character who's obviously got some issues from probably some past abuse from his father. Um, <laughs> definitely some past abuse yeah, from his father. Yeah. And it's really interesting to see him portray this unhinged kind of personality that everybody just has to kind of deal with because he's rich. See, but that's um, the part that, that bothered me was like, I felt like I, I get that he's rich so we'd have to deal with him, but I think at some point the shareholders go, this guy's nuts. He's no longer rich. Like, he can go be rich crazy somewhere by himself. He's not running the company like we saw him. Well, he's not talking to senators. That's not the guy as a shareholder in that company that I'm like, yeah, that's our that's I think our it's dude. because he never did any of that super super crazy stuff like until in, the uh, events of this movie yeah maybe i mean that that could be i just thought the whole thing Plus. with the with the jolly roger and then the, the but that kind of stuff is not library. like and no no here's the thing as a senator you're doing that to me i'm not giving you shit that's just like <laughs> i know you're insane why would i i can't imagine any world where senator would be like yeah unless he's donating to him but they never said that that was happening He's just like, I'm going to stop Superman. The senator's like, that's a great plan. I'm guessing there was some pocket lining going yeah, on. Yeah, but there. we could have seen that. There was enough. Well. Superman gets into the tub with his shoes on. We could have took time to see him hand a briefcase. <laughs> but yeah, but um, I, I thought. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Superman sorry. Goes, yeah, no Superman that, gets uh, in the bathtub. With his shoes with on. His clothes with his clothes on. on. Wasn't that in one of the trailers? It's totally. That's why it's PG-13, ladies and gentlemen. Because you don't get to see Superman wiener. Uh, but or. I Lois Lane nippies. Well, yeah, no. Lois All Lane right. was was. I didn't. I don't care for Amy Adams' character, but I thought it was written really poorly. Um, just to jump in and steer us somewhere else. Wonder Woman, I was okay with, but I feel like she wasn't anything special because she didn't have enough screen time to be anything special. I thought the screen time she did get though showed that she was awesome. Yeah. What? Yeah, I really liked her. It, what I didn't really understand. No, that's a spoiler. Well, I'll wait. Well, who has some non-spoiler stuff? Because I, I mean, there's things I can critique, but I'd really rather do it during the when this, we can have everything spoiler. out. Okay. I, I I thought I you know I I was not even like interested in really seeing this movie in theaters because I hadn't seen Man of Steel and I was like eh. But all my friends were gonna go on Friday or Saturday night, so I was like, all right, I'll go with you guys. It's fine, I'll go. And so I watched it. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. I could see why some people might not like it. There's mm -hmm. some weird moments, but for the most part, I thought it was pretty cool. 
I was not interested in going to see it in the movie theater until Rose, Chris, and Desmond said we were going to talk about it in our podcast. <laughs> so a couple hours ago, before we recorded, I went and saw it. So, but I'm glad I did see it. It was I was entertained. You know, you'll hear me if you listen to our podcast over time. You'll hear me say that frequently in regards to something. If I'm entertained, I enjoyed it. I'm not a hardcore fan when it comes to like you know critiquing things in relation to what they were in a comic or a book or something like that. You know, because I know how they do things in the movies. They change things up. They want the flow to be different. It's that director's perspective. So you know, you get two directors doing the same story. They're going to be produced. You know, or they're going to be directed differently. You know, they're going to have you know a different flow. So for me, I thought it was. I was entertained. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, there was just one little minor physics thing, which I can talk about later, that I didn't care much for. But it was very minor, and you know, overall, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I'm glad you brought up that point, Kern, because I, a lot of times I do hate things because I'm a comic nerd, and they change it, and it should. I feel like it has to be a, a concrete way because it's so iconic. And there's lots of storylines in this that are iconic, but actually I'm not upset with any of the real changes they made. I mean, I, I wish they had been the other way, but I didn't feel that was a negative. For me, it was the director aspect. I feel like Zack Snyder is not good at coming up with ideas and telling a story on his own. Like everyone goes, well, he did 300, he did Watchmen, he, you know, he's done these movies that are good. But those, like Guardian, even the Guardians of Gahul, like those are all stories that somebody else wrote that were critically acclaimed works that he just adapted, in some cases, shot for shot, onto the big screen, didn't have to do a real performance, and it worked. But then he does things like Sucker Punch, which he pretty much came up with himself, and it's almost unwatchable. Uh, I'm like, am I the only one that liked Sucker Punch? I loved Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch was awesome. If you can tell me what's happening with her dancing, I will give you a dollar. She's being forced to dance. But is she? Because there's the play or... Okay. Yeah, about the little dream sequence thing? The whole point is that none of that really matters. It's all it's all like it's like It's all her theater. helping that one girl get away. Right. But or, or is it or is she in the asylum? This is, I mean, this is an interesting point. If it had been more followed through but i say the same thing about this movie there's lots of interesting plot points mm -hmm. maybe when we get the dvd release and i get my extra 30 45 minutes it'll be great but right now there's a lot of things hanging in the wind right so do you want to go ahead and go into spoilery stuff i think so. sure spoiler tag okay spoiler tag Spoilers. should we do this like character by character about what we think so let's just be no. real i like, mean we, we can go we can go through we'll like just, story if you bring up the, one of the movie we'll going um i liked lex luther i remember seeing before i saw the movie i watched somebody give like a little description of why they didn't like it and they said um when you watch the movie if you haven't yet Keep one thing in mind that describes why Lex Luthor is a terrible character. Jar of piss. And I was like, I don't know what the hell that is. That sounds terrible. <laughs> then when that part happened, I was like, this is badass. And then everyone <laughs> died. And I was like, this is awesome. I was like, I don't know why they thought that was like the perfect way to describe Lex being a bad character. I was like, that was sweet. I like, thought that was... He killed his like personal assistant. She was sitting next to his seat. Yes. yes. And like she'd been in the movie like... I was just like, I guess this is his assistant. And she's even sitting there like, she doesn't even know what's going to happen. And then the wheelchair blew up. And I was like, oh, God. Right. It was so interesting because, like, they were, she was always kind of there in the mm -hmm. background. So I thought that she was somebody, like, 
you know, that they were going to use later yeah. on. Yeah, I thought she was yeah, going to turn absolutely. out to be some yeah. kind of But then, like, I don't know, at the very end there, at the very end there, whenever the shit's about to blow up, she gives this, like, weird kind of smile. Lance. Yeah, she gives that Lance, and she, I think she realized that he screwed her. Uh-huh. She's like, mm. shit. And then... Boom. Yeah, I thought I I did enjoy I enjoy that scene a lot. That's one of the scenes that I've yeah. heard criticized. I don't care so much for I can't remember her name, the senator, the, the actress. Senator. Yeah. Oh, uh, Holly Hunt. I don't know senator. why I don't like her. I don't. It's not that I don't like her. I just thought that the way she she was great in the rest of the movie, but that role, like her stutter, seemed really foolish to me. Like yeah. she was trying too hard to prove she was distracted. So I wasn't for that, but when she turned that jar and we saw it, it's like Granny's beef tea or whatever, I was like, "Yeah." You, I, like I instantly I, knew something was going to happen, but I mean, yeah. I knew it involved the guy or the girl, but I didn't know what, and then it happened. What, like, oh. what was great to me is I feel like I figured it out at the same time that Superman figured it out, because you could tell that he realized something was going to happen too, like oh. right before, like he like, because he turned really quickly, looked at the wheelchair, and then it blew up. I figured that out when like, Lex Luthor handed him the wheelchair. Really? It was like, I need uh, you to do something. Well, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, you knew I, something was going I, on. I knew something I was going to happen. I thought there was like kryptonite. Oh, I knew, I knew he was going to blow up that whole thing. So, so I just thought he was helping push the court case because he wanted to, he wanted Superman oh, no. to No, control. I knew he was going to be some kind of patch. Because, like, my whole thing was he said that he wanted all these things to help control Superman. And they're like, we're not going to do that. So I was like, okay, well, he's going to try to make sure that people hate Superman so that he can get access to all this stuff. That's what I thought was going on, and and now that's why I didn't think the wheelchair. So now was a talking bomb. about that, okay, you know the the part where it was bouncing back and forth, you know, because you know that that character got hurt during the Zod fight with Superman. Wally, and yeah, and and then it's bouncing back and forth to Bruce Wayne when he's seeing these return checks. Yeah, he's setting this guy up because he took a hit, got injured, and everything like that, and the last check that he opens up. Do you think? That that check was sent right before, and he knew he was sitting on a time bomb going into that. See, that's the thing. That's why I didn't think it was a bomb because he went in there thinking he was just pushing this court case against Superman. So yeah, but the, did you see so what I he had even, written on the? The thing though is that Lex Luthor at the very end says that he's the one that wrote those things on the checks and sent them to Batman. Oh, Lex said that? Yeah, he says something about like how he's like, you know, he just needed a little push. He just needed some some uh some oh, this yeah, and that. Just needed his, like, some crazy rambling. Yeah, some yeah, checks yeah. to be be you know, written all over and sent to him and something like that. So the way he sound it's it, the way well, he said it made case, it sound he, Lex had to have been playing this for years because those were checks that had been coming back and he was like, How how come I it haven't like, seen this? It was like two years later. Yeah, yeah. eighteen months. Yeah. He had been yeah. he had been had, having to do that because those checks had been going out on a monthly or whatever. They were twenty thousand dollar checks. I remember seeing that. Yeah. You know, and uh, and supposedly they'd been being returned this whole entire time, and Wayne had never seen it. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. The check thing I thought was fine because it didn't really lead anywhere. I mean, it was kind of interesting, but it wasn't much of a reveal. It was just a reason to cut back and forth. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I did, think the, the checks being sent back though, like whenever he realizes that, that's whenever it's like. My first thought was, um, this guy's just prideful. He doesn't want to take Bruce Wayne's money. Like, he wants Superman to pay. He doesn't want Bruce well, Wayne yeah. to pay. That's all I thought that was. Yeah. Is I was like, oh, man, we're seeing, like, people... Like, I thought I thought that was, like, a build-up to more and more people hating but it, Superman. But, it, but in the, on the checks that... Yeah, and that's what I was confused about, too, 
was on the checks he was talking about how Bruce was how Wayne was blind and wake up and he was kind of slamming on him mm-hmm. you know so that's what I was kind of confused about I, I, yeah. I, the only thing I will say about that character the Wally characters I really didn't like the idea that they tried to do this misdirect that he was the Flash or something by going do your friends call you Wally at the beginning Oh, yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, he has no legs, so he's going to get bionic legs or something, and he'll be super fast. <laughs> and I was like, that was the, probably the lamest attempt. Because it's like, did everyone not know that Ezra Miller? I mean, I know yeah, I everyone say, didn't they'd already know. Announced who it was, so. Didn't know that he was cast, but it just, it, it felt really weak and, like, obvious that that wasn't going to be a thing from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at no point did I believe but that. But yeah, but like there's plenty of people that went in watching the movie that hadn't been keeping up with that kind of news. Because I don't think we even knew Flash was going to be in this movie. Well, he, We but, knew Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Cyborg were going to be in it. But we didn't know Flash was going to be in it, did we? Yeah. I mean, I just thought knew, they'd announced. I just thought they'd announced that he was going to play Flash in this universe. No, they, they'd said that, that he was going to be in the movie. Oh, okay. At all. But uh, my, my big thing is, if you knew who Wally West was to get that kind of hint, mm-hmm. then you obviously were probably the same kind of person that knew that Ezra Miller was cast. So it, it, it didn't play. Yeah, that's, that's what true. I mean by Zack Snyder doesn't always have the, the best so way. So that's the thing, because Zack Snyder is... The director is he also the writer? No, no, he didn't write it. So but how much of Gore, that is on writing and how much of that is well, on? Well, it's the same dude that wrote the Nolan ones too. Yeah. So I mean, it's he he writes other things that are Goyer writes things that are good for other people. Yeah. And Snyder directs films that aren't good for himself. So I feel <laughs> like that that kind of just tells me. I mean, he did Man of Steel. They did Man of Steel, but Man of Steel. I feel like there's a there's a there's a contained story in there, mm-hmm. a coherent story. Whereas this felt like uh, the story of Batman, the story of Wonder Woman, the story of Lois Lane, the story of Superman, smashed together because they need to make a Justice League film. So why not, yeah. why not just make all these scenes and they happen in the same timeline? So we'll just put them together mm-hmm. and we'll get we'll get to the part where we throw them all in the same tiny island and that'll be our Justice League setup. What was what was weird is Wonder Woman's entire story in this movie seemed like a kind of prequel to her movie, even though her movie's in the past. Mm-hmm. But like whenever, like the picture that he finds is the one of her basically from the time of the movie that's going to come out. Like from what, 1917. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Oh, so this is like the first, it's probably like, there's probably going to be that exact shot in the movie. Oh right? yeah. And there's a, Who's in the picture? I don't remember the guy that I hope is Apache Chief. <laughs> yes, we all hope it's Apache Chief because that'd just be fantastic. <laughs> um, but I feel like her story was almost tacked on, like the parts where I think me and you were talking about this the other day, where like her parts where she was like investigating Lex and oh, stuff yes. like that. It almost feels like that might have originally been the lowest plot, especially since she ended up looking into Lex anyway. So like her being. Like, her being at the party and running into Bruce Wayne and them not knowing each other would have also made sense. And she was looking into Lex anyway. So they kind of just changed that over and kind of just shoved Wonder Woman in there. Um, the biggest reason that I like it overall over what... Like, that's to me, is like a direct... Um, directly goes against what a lot of people don't like about it is... So many people were like, there's no story, or there's, there seems like there's missing plot points and all this other stuff. 
is that I feel like too many movies hold your hand the whole way. And like so much of this story made sense to me because I was filling in the blanks in my head. I mean, what blanks? Because to me, I felt like it was too. Spooky. Well, like how so many people are, so many people are like, I don't understand Lex's motivation. Like, why does he want to kill Superman? I'm like, the same reason Batman does. Like, he doesn't like yeah, Superman I, for the same reason I, Batman. I, I does. thought that was kind of. They clear. just have different like. Yeah, I mean, it, different Bruce resources. Wayne is, I guess is supposed to be the intersection of. Lex and Superman. Yeah. He wants to do what Superman's doing for crime, but he has a different way, and he wants to stop Superman like Lex does, but in a different way. And so they cross. He's yeah. an intersection. You know, he's the nexus that brings yeah. everything together. That's why he's in the movie. I, right. I felt like that. I What I meant by Spoonfed was that whole Lex's scheming thing doesn't make sense. And this is why I blame Snyder, uh, Rose. It makes sense if you're Lois Lane. It makes sense if you're Bruce Wayne. But it doesn't make sense to a viewing audience that has seen him and knows who Lex Luthor is as a character going in. Yeah. We know he's the bad guy. We know he's going to do things like when he has that old boys, we know what we know he's the bad guy. We know he's setting he's scheming something. Yeah. So having these little like intense fake thriller moments to make it, oh my god, we're uncovering Lex's plot. Lex's plot is to have Batman fight Superman. We saw the trailer. We know what's happening. I mean it's <laughs> it's not I'm not saying that it's not good that he shouldn't have a story. But it spent too much time trying to feed us this, oh, he's plotting this, and then he's going to blow up this, and he's framing Superman. Does it matter? I mean, that was my that was how I left it. I was like, I felt like that was too forced. It's weird. Well, like, there was that that I heard a lot of, like, a lot of people were saying they didn't understand Lex's motivations. Then they said they didn't understand why he was rambling about somebody coming to Earth at the end. And I'm like, did they forget the part where he got a bunch of knowledge from the ship? Yeah. Like where they say we have knowledge of a thousand planets and he said, okay, show me or tell me. Yeah, see, that was one thing. They were like, like, how did he know how to do the doomsday thing? And I was like, he sat there in the ship and the ship told him about it. Not only that, but like after that point was when he got like crazier. And like, I'm like, he obviously got crazier either because like he got some kind of like possessed by dark side or something. Or just because so much knowledge got shoved into his head that he's going crazy. He's just I, overloading. And for some reason, people are like, I don't get why he's crazy. Like, how does he know Dark Side's coming? I'm like, did you watch the same movie that I did? Well, no, because that wasn't in the movie. He just goes, show me. I mean, that, that, yeah. it wasn't... I know, but I'm, that's what I'm saying whenever I fill in the blanks. Yeah. That's obviously well, how he would know. And from the I, deleted I mean, scene that's come out now... Well, from the deleted scene... That clearly is how he knew. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's something... But you I mean, could, I figured that out... Well, that is something you can fill in the blanks Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I figured that out before the deleted scene complaint. came out. Here's my biggest complaint. That damn shit. Okay? If okay. we had Cadmus, I would be fine. But we didn't. We had this. And you walk into the ship and you have a dead man's fingerprints. Okay, good enough. But he walked in and that robot was like, oh, there's a dude. Run away. But it tried to kill people in the first movie. That didn't make sense to me. And secondly... That my iPhone has better security than that damn ship does. <laughs> he walks in, gives him a dead man's fingerprints, and then he goes, "Would you like to take control?" Yes. No passcode. No <laughs> nothing. He, you you gave me your fingerprints. I don't know your voice. How does the thing have fingerprint recognition and can create nanobots, but doesn't have voice recognition or know who you are? And then when he goes, "Well, the High Council has said you can't do this." Screw the High Council. Okay. Uh, would you like would you like knowledge of a hundred thousand worlds? Sure, show me. Okay, here, first thing. The most deadly off-limit thing we have ever found. That's where I should start. I should just educate you. That's like going to preschool and being like, children, this is a knife and this is a lighter. Learn about them. You don't do that. I can't see, I can't see 
that being the smart thing, and then he's allowed to override it and do that. Just blew my mind, and I was totally against. See, any of that even happened. that, like, I'm filling that in my head. I'm like, okay, well, the ship knows that all of it, like, that its original owner is dead, so it knows that it can't get any commands from that. And this thing, like, Lex is the first person probably that's been in there. Well, since, in two years. Yeah, in Obviously two years. Well, he's the first one that could activate it because he could get the finger. Right, right, right. So, it's like, it's like, okay, well, Zod's dead, so my commander isn't here anymore. I need a new commander. Would you like to assume command? Whoever you are, the first person that's been in here in two years? That is a like, horrible <laughs> system for a majorly I, destructive battle. I, I can battleship. agree with what Desmond's saying on that as far no, as security protocols. The and then you put the man the, you put the man whose fingerprints you put on there, you put his dead body in there. The ship obviously can create something from his body. It can't go DNA, okay. fingerprint match, and go, wait a minute. Isn't this the guy controlling the ship? Who are you? The thing about that that got me was that like he puts the body in. And then cuts his hand? I don't understand like, that. Why does he need his blood to turn Zod into I don't know, because those octopus eat it that were floating down there that came up. <laughs> that, and they needed fresh, that part fresh blood for the... I don't know. But like, hey, yeah, I want to go back to Wonder Woman for a minute. Okay. Because yes. I thought that freaking bitch was badass. And uh, I don't know what her sword is made out of, because I don't know a lot of Wonder Woman history. But she was tearing freaking ass up with that thing. Yeah. She's the reason Superman died. Because she cut off Doomsday's hand and then he's growing back like a spike where his hand was. And She's that's not what the he reason stabbed. why he no, died. No, but if she hadn't spoiler, cut off his... Superman died. Yeah. If she hadn't <laughs> we cut... told you it was a spoiler a while ago. So if she hadn't cut off crime. his hand, he wouldn't have been able to kill Superman. Because he could only kill Superman because his hand was now a spike that he just ran through Superman. I don't know. Superman was also shit. really weakened by the kryptonite so he could have like grabbed him around the neck and ripped his head off or something. Yeah, but he was in like the process but like all these weapons too. were doing nothing to Doomsday. No, and nothing then, was. And then her well, sword is fucking well, sliced off. Well, that's my question: yeah. is like, could she not cut off his head at some point? Yeah, I mean, what's that could, sword could made one, out of? Where it's one, doing that kind of damage to something that's not being taken out by a nuclear weapon? Well, yeah. so that was my favorite thing. It's the thing that they do in so many movies that drives me crazy. Where it's like, okay, he's up on this building, and we're shooting him with bullets. And as the more we shoot him, you see him get red, red, and then suddenly it explodes. It's like, hmm, the more we shoot at him, the more he explodes. Let's sh get him into space and then shoot him with a nuke. Like, really? <laughs> What's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, that was pretty lame. Uh, I, I, you know what? We said we weren't going to do structure, and now I feel like I, my mind is too scattered. So do you guys mind if we name some of the characters? Real quick, because there were some that I really liked and some I really hated, and I don't want this to run super, super long. I think Jimmy Olsen was the worst character. Well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> um, I, I Jimmy Olsen was in it? I, 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 for yeah. a Friday. Okay, I, so I, he was... I could care less. He was the reporter person that was with Lois at the beginning that got yeah. shot in the head. Yeah. Apparently, he works for, like, the FBI or something, or, the, or he's, like, the military Superman's secret Jimmy service. Jimmy Olsen got shot. That was him when when he was like Lois, I'm sorry, oh. and they get shot in the head. That's Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen is dead. The he, end. He neither he nor the African <laughs> warlord made my list of good or bad people. I mean, um, no Perry White, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh man, I oh, thought he made me laugh amazing. every time. He's he, so good. He was, he was the funniest part of the movie. I, the movie no, that wasn't meant to be funny. The though. only <laughs> thing I can say negative about him is his scenes with Henry Cavill made it really apparent that. Henry Cavill is not a good actor, like not a good dramatic actor, and was just think, brooding. Yeah, just, I mean, no, I'm not saying he was bad. It's just the juxtaposition was so jarring for me. 
because Lawrence is so, Mr. Fishburne is just he, so he was, good. He was, he was in that role. He was just yeah. he was he was perfect. He and was so, transcendent. That's yeah. too much. Oh, he was really good. No, you know who was transcendent? That's too much. I don't know what that means. Alfred. Oh, yeah. Alfred was so good. I Alfred, Alfred was badass. What's funny is Perfect this, Alfred. This is this is why I love the <laughs> Batman Alfred thing. Is like Batman says the thing about how we've been doing this for twenty years, and you can tell that this isn't the Alfred from the Nolan movies. It's still like trying to convince him not to do it. This is the Alfred that has stopped trying to convince him not to do it, and is like his partner. The like control the ship him for him, not die. and like he's the one that like he made the suit that he fought Superman in. Like he's yeah. still working on it in part of the movie, so it's like this is awesome. Yeah, I, I, I thought, loved I, Alfred. He was great. Yeah, I Alfred loved, had some good moments. I thought he was perfect. He's spot on. He reminded me of the animated series one. Mm. Yeah, you know, because he had very much that tone of like, if there is another generation, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, he was he was another comment. he was another good character for the fact that he was added some humor to this. Yeah. Otherwise humorless movie. Yeah, Which, yeah. I, I mean, I just thought it was really good. And that's also one of the reasons why I thought that uh, Ben Affleck was so well is when they shared screen, yeah. he held his own against that Alfred, and that Alfred was pitch perfect, man. So I thought that that gave me an insight. I was like, I'm not just crazy in, in love with Batman. This guy can act. He's doing it right. And plus the team of them being detectives. I love the fact oh, yeah. that we finally <laughs> got to see Batman be a detective. Yeah. I love the part, like, I feel like the most Bruce Wayne moment that even kind of reminded me of the cartoon in some ways was whenever he goes into, like, that server room with his little device. Right. And Lex's assistant says, like, can I help you with something or whatever? And he says, uh, oh, I thought this was the bathroom. I have a little too much to drink. <laughs> right. And then he says, like, nice shoes or something. Yeah. And she walks away. I was like, that's a great, like... That's a very Bruce Wayne-y moment. Yeah. I was I, like, I want more of that. I, That's why I'm like so excited for the Batman movie that he's doing. I really enjoyed the scene where he came out and he goes, he goes, I'm with the Daily Planet. He said, Do I own that one? Yeah. yeah that one. That was that. Yeah. Was that great. one. My 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 organization Zoe issued a statement in favor of uh, books. No, I was like, <laughs> that is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That's my Bruce Wayne, and I have Detective Batman, and we got the Batman from the two big fights. Well, the three fights. The fights are so from the game. The chase, I was not so hot about, because it was just kind of boring, but it was cool. The reason, okay, the reason the chases were cool in the Nolan movies in the Batmobile was because of how cool the Batmobile looked. That's the reason in the older movies that it was cool is because it just looked like this crazy cool sports car with a jet engine on the back. But this one, is, just to me, was the most boring Batmobile for some reason. It looks like it's in pieces, like it could transform or something. And then, But then it's kind of like this flat shape. And I'm just like, okay, I guess that's the Batmobile. And like that was it. The best thing about the Batmobile is whenever he jumped over the lake and like landed into where oh, yeah. into the back cave. I was when like, it's all damaged. It's all yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was all messed up, I was like, that's the best part of the Batmobile scene. So the the interactions between Batman and Superman, especially bef- leading up to the fight before the fight, I felt it was a little bit like it was a little bit like Batman's just like weirded out that or or trying to get recognition in a way. It's it was almost like a. Uh, why don't you notice me kind of a thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just like whenever it gets, it, it, it's so weird. It's like, you know, he's sitting out there with, the, he's got the bat signal on and he's just sitting out there standing in the rain waiting for Superman to show up. He's probably sitting out there for like hours. Yeah, he's just waiting. He's and like, Superman's I like, I'm doing eventually. stuff 
I'm doing my own stuff right now. And he doesn't even acknowledge that it happens until Lex Luthor points it out. No, so until, it just, yeah, Lex It kind of makes Batman feel like he's... I don't know if it's if desperate's the right word, but that that was one of the weird senses to me. It was kind of like I thought it was more Batman. of a challenge than yeah. it was. Yeah. Batman. I mean, Superman showed up in the middle of the chase and screwed up the Batmobile and stuff, and then was like, "Don't come, Bat's dead," and then left. And Batman and Batman's like, "You will." And so then he, yeah, went, then he went. He went and put he everything. Said, you know, you that was that you know, superhero. That was you more. Of, that was that. more of the pouty Batman there. He's yeah. like, you will. It was like, like it reminds you of like when you're you're kids and you're fighting and like one of them leaves and then you finally have the guts to say something yeah. to oh, them yeah. after they've already left. That's kind of what I've it felt a, like to I've me. It's kind of weird. I've got a friend that does that at restaurants. Like the waiter will walk away and then he'll go, "Can I get a ketchup?" Like really quietly. <laughs> yeah, like bad. he's gone. You don't get ketchup now. <laughs> but no, I thought I thought that that was it. Then but then he was like, "I'm going to challenge him." And so he he stood there and did it. I thought that that's how I read it. Was Batman was like, "All right, you say you're going to take me down. I'm going to." I'm gonna see if you can, and so he challenged him. I mean, I, the whole thing just feels forced into them having that particular confrontation. Yeah, um, I did like the way that the fight went. I think the Batman yeah. Superman fight was better than the Everybody Doomsday fight. Oh no! That oh was yeah, the, best fight. the Doomsday fight was kind of boring. That was actually better than the partially because it kept cutting away to other stuff and it cut back and it's like, oh, they're still trying to hurt him, and then it cut back to something else and oh, they're hurting him again. I thought that was actually better than the warehouse fight where if you've seen the, the warehouse fight was awesome. Trailers where Batman comes in the second floor and Alfred flies the drone thing and then yeah. he beats up the guys yeah. and swings them around and it's very much Arkham style fight. Very Arkham yeah. game, yeah. Um, but I thought the Batman v Superman fight was really cool. It was really good. Batman was testing him, and that's why I mean by the detective Batman. Batman was like, okay, he's bulletproof, but how bulletproof is he? So he puts all these Gatling guns. It's not about they'll stop him. It's about testing to see, will that even do anything? And what was the cool part about that scene is that when he first gets blasted by all those guns, it actually pushes him backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Not, he's not really taking damage, but just the force of it is yeah. pushing him backwards. Yeah, no, I just, I mean, in my head, knowing Batman the way I have him pictured, I was like, he's just testing him. He's not trying mm-hmm. to beat him with guns or bombs or rockets. Yeah. It's always going to lead to that spear. That is the end game no matter what. See, and the, the Batman versus Superman fight brought two of the most badass moments of the movie to me. One, when the Kryptonite's first working on him. And he swings, and Batman actually blocks him. It was in the trailer. It stops. Yeah. And then, like, you see Superman just look at his arm, like, all confused and look back. I was like, that's so badass. And two, whenever he's just punching him in the face, and at first it's hitting him, and you can see him slowly regaining his power to where he's punching him and nothing's happening. Uh-huh. Right. I was like, that's, that's so and then, cool. And then do you notice when that part happens... Uh, Batman actually steps back and puts his hand up, like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. He, he <laughs> realizes... It already wore off. Oh, oh crap! crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my only my only complaint was with it was that Superman didn't realize that he was reloading that thing. Like you move faster than a speeding bullet. Maybe you get your ass up and go stop, break that gun. Like that's your first thing you do is take that gun away from him instead of breaking yeah. his face and punching him through walls. Like it's all cool, but just practically, it seems like he was maybe he was supposed to be enraged or whatever, mm. but. Why wouldn't Batman make that suit like coated in kryptonite? Well, I think the I material think he used is, it up. I think the material is just hard to work with. I think he was yeah. he was using it, yeah, it up. Cuz he used it to make a couple of like gas grenades. Uh-huh. Yeah. He used it for he the spear. spear. And then was that it? 
Yeah. I thought yeah. there was something else. Nope. I think that was it. Well, he had another grenade left over, if you remember. He had three grenades. Well, he had the he grenades, used, but... Because he used one on Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Oh, But he saved yeah. the grenades and the spear, but didn't yeah, he Yeah, grenades make, and the spear. Did he, why did he make, like, gauntlets? He's saying, like, why did he put, like, yeah, spikes on Well, the piece, like that, the piece that he found, I mean, if you remember, wasn't really all that big. Yeah. You know, it was much, not much bigger than, like, maybe that two of That one that they bread just randomly in. found in the ocean. Okay, yeah. here's, here's big questions about this. I know we were talking about people. That wreck was just left in the ocean. No government or corporation wanted that. We're blocking off. Except for LexCorp. But they they didn't even go. They just went there and like paid orphans to go like die for it. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't go. Oh, we're gonna rope it off and put like an oil derrick with security well, it, it was well, in the most clearest waters everywhere. But it wasn't saying, like, like in the deep. We have we have Bellas from Indiana Jones buying it from natives. Instead I don't of, know. Maybe it's like the regulations feel, or something. I feel let like them the government. That. Because the government you can doesn't just buy know. it off the street, but we we can't rope it off. The government doesn't know kryptonite exists until Lex tells. No, them. I'm talking about, but the technology on that Kryptonian ship. There has to be other things besides kryptonite. I know, but I'm saying like if they were tracking the thing coming in, they just see rocks. So like, why would they go check out a rock? Well, I mean, but wouldn't you? like I mean, Lex pretty, would because he's like this is a pretty is... sizable thing, and people obviously know it's there. At some point, somebody hears there's this big giant piece of. Equipment, there. but it wasn't that big, it was like this. No, I'm saying that, but that whole thing where they were diving, there was other stuff, like it wasn't just that. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, know. I just that was my that was one question I had when I saw it. it was like, no one wanted it, and then mm. oh god, what were you saying? Because I had something else, Rose. You, you said something in a uh, sorry, what were we talking about? Before? The, the kryptonite, the kryptonite. Oh. You realize that if Batman doesn't leave the battering, that Lex doesn't force that fight. Because Batman, remember, after the chase, Superman stopped him. He went back and broke into LexCorp then, so the right. chase was kind of moody anyway. Uh-huh. Why did he chase them if he could just break in and get it that easy? Well, no, whenever he found the truck, he, like, tossed the tracking beam. No, no, I know, but if he knew where the so truck he is, he could have just thrown the tracking beam and let them take it. See, that's that's what I thought was weird, was that why did he go... He had the tracking device on it. Why did he need to I chase I think that was his them? backup plan. I mean, but, if if, it, if he couldn't take it, then then he can track the truck. But then his backup going. plan was to leave the battering where the kryptonite was when he stole it. If he hadn't done it, Lex would have been like, who stole my kryptonite? But he left the battery. But Batman is so plot device. But Batman leaves a calling card. Biggest church bells. Just Batman leaves a calling card everywhere. I mean, since there wasn't like a guard to brand with his knuckle or whatever, then he's like, I guess I'll leave my battery. That was that was fine. (laughs) I thought. I mean, I thought it was fine because I can understand Batman being like, "Screw you! I'm taking it." You, you know, letting them know you're going to have to go up against me. It's not just somebody. I also. There's one weird Batman scene, and I love Batman, but the one where they're in the house where the girls, the slaves, or whatever, are being held. Right. That part was. And he's he's in the ceiling. I thought it was cool that he was sitting there, but then what was with the why CGI he... puppet crawling against the ceiling? Residue. I don't understand yeah. why. What is why, this? Like... I what, okay. which scene? It's the first. It's the first real scene with Batman. The first time you see Batman, he's still here. And then we hear it, and then you go up there, and that guy's branded and pinned. Yeah, it's like and Batman's crawls, in the ceiling. Like yeah. he crawls along the ceiling, and then, and then he scurries, out. and it's so CGI and gummy, and he just goes everywhere. Well, and it's like super fast too. I mean, it's it's not like I mean you understand that Batman is a badass and he's trained and he's super strong and everything like that. But this was like like freakishly fast as far as like it animalistic, like, like yeah, exactly. It kind of looked like a poltergeist or something like that. The yeah. only part about that that I didn't like though was that he seemed to be attacking the cop. And I was like, yeah. why I was like, why are you still here? 
Like, you saved the girls. You got this guy tied up and branded. Just leave. That's what Batman does. Like, why are you like... Well, he was still kicking that guy's ass up there when the cops were coming into the room. And then I think he just finished tying him up and then the cops hit her. So he does a little thing up in the corner and is like, oh, he didn't see me. Oh, okay. And, And maybe you guys can help me understand this. I just have one quick question. The Kevin Costner scene? I don't know. Okay, so... When I was watching that, my first thought was, it reminds me of in the older movies when he went to the Fortress of Solitude and talked to his dad. I kind of liked that scene. So I was like, to me it didn't matter what it was. It could be like this is a Fortress of Solitude thing. It could be a dream. He just... To me, Superman was doing a lot of soul searching in this. That's why like the right emo parts that people were talking about I'm okay with. Because, like, he's realizing that he killed all these people. Because before Man of Steel, he could save things, but there wasn't, like, some kind of super force that, like, forced him into these battles. Like, this is his first real, like, match that he had, and he kind of screwed it up. Like, he he ended up killing him in the end, but, like, there was a At lot of destruction. Of a lot of yeah, a lot people. of people died. A lot of things were destroyed. Yeah. So I feel like in this movie, a lot of it was him like trying to come to terms with who he needs to be in this world where there's like super bad guys, and because just because he killed Zod doesn't mean there might not be something else out there. So he's trying to decide who he wants to be. So like him having a conversation with his dad, whether it was a dream, whether he was just imagining it, or whether like it really happened, and it, it was like, like some a weird spiritual yeah. thing. Whether it was that, like whatever it was, I'm like. I just feel like it was like unclear too much. It's just like he's walking in the deal, and then he finds him. And I don't know if it's a dream. I don't know. And given that we had other dream sequences, right? I feel like we could have cleared that up. I mean, well, that, and I just kind of, I, I mean, I liked it because it was like a. I mean, I'm not a huge Superman fan because I feel like he's boring, boring, and not enough of a of a character. You know, he doesn't have enough personality or whatever. But this kind of did. I feel like opened that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Gave him some like human understanding it's like what i was saying in our chat about the end of man of steel is that whenever i first watched it and he killed zod i thought he like screamed like that because he killed somebody and he was like i can't believe i killed somebody but i had to and then i realized that whenever i was watching it again i was like he's not sad that he killed somebody he's sad that like he went from being the only person like this to finding out there were others and now they're all dead, so now he really is alone. Right. Like, no, I mean, that, that's why he was upset. That's a good point, but I think that's clear in the movie. I think this scene isn't clear. It's, it's not that it's not a good scene. It, it's poignant. I it's one it, of the yeah, most but that's what I'm saying. I, like, I don't care what it is, because it's a good scene. But that's scene. how the whole story... But then, the, the, I, here's my problem. That's the whole movie. That's The whole movie is just a bunch of scenes that are really kind of cool, and they don't really go together, but... I thought it was cool. pretty obvious that it was like a... He's having like a weird spiritual moment where he's he's up on the top of a mountain somewhere, probably one of the tallest mountains in the world, mm-hmm. and shouldn't there shouldn't be anyone there? So it's very obviously there's not actually he's not actually there, right. and it's just like a it's like a spiritual experience that you have, like whenever like it's any of those like old tropey uh, spirit quests where you know you suddenly you have a vision. And you see something that's but not there. But they go there. on it. We didn't ever see him go on this quest. And yeah, he pops up right. the um, and he's talking to Mountain Dad. And Mountain Batman's Dad. dream, Mount, Batman's dream, like was kind of cool in the desert. The only thing I thought was cool about it was the box of lights. 
and then the the thing with the flash that was that was the weird thing too. the thing about you say the like batman's dream it was like clearly communicated that it was like a dream or something or maybe a vision in a dream but then you think about the fact that like we don't get to see him we, we see him like the files decrypting he dozes off then he's like in this desert meeting people. Mm-hmm. You think like, okay, I guess we're cutting to when he's getting the kryptonite. And then he's like, do you have it? And then you get in the truck and then, okay, he's being attacked. Right. But he wakes up and then sees the flash. Yeah. Come through like the portal thing. Then he wakes up again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, that's not clear either. Like, I don't know. Well, it's clear it was a dream of some sort. Well, whether it was but a I'm saying like the first time he woke up, was he still dreaming? Was that not really waking up? No, I was mean, that like a dream inside a dream? But here's the thing. that's For me, that's an understandable. At some point, he woke up from a dream. Whether whether the Flash was a dream or not, we right. don't know. See, but that's what I'm saying, though, is like, to me, that was more unclear than, than the Kevin the Costner thing. part. Or than the Superman thing, yeah. <laughs> the Kevin Costner thing came out of nowhere. We were, like, talking to Lois Lane, she's in Washington, and then all of a sudden, Kevin Costner showed up. There was no kind of Superman going on this sojourn. Well, he does, so he does head, disappear from the, the Congress place, and then they're like, where's Superman? Where's Superman? He's gone. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you have some scenes without Superman in it, and then suddenly you see him again walking around on a mountain. You're like, okay, he left. That, that's that's what I'm saying. That's not clear. Was he dreaming? Did he die then and go to heaven? Because I, I, I thought it was pretty clear that he left and was Well, he left, but I'm saying, did he of... die? Did he, go, did he go on Spirit Quest? Was it a dream? Did he take a nap in the Lincoln bedroom? I don't know. <laughs> Um, uh, that was it. The only other question I had was Superman uses bullets. Yeah, like, I don't understand whole, why anybody that thought whole, that. that. But that entire storyline was yeah. stupid. And that, the whole Lois Lane's storyline was stupid. Yeah, and I feel like... What's weird is... I think I said this in the last podcast. I don't really like Amy Adams. Other than like in American Hustle, I thought she was good. But like even in Man of Steel, I didn't think she was good. And I feel like this is probably... I could say this for a lot of characters in this movie... The characters were better than the stories they were in. And, like, yes. even Amy Adams, I'm like, she played a really good Lois Lane. Her entire storyline was stupid until yeah. the... Except for the part where, like, Lex threw her off the building because he's like, I know Superman will catch you. And he yeah. threw, threw her off. I was like, that's awesome. Because that, that Wonder <laughs> but, Woman Doomsday fight, that whole... Like, who's that guy that she, like, talked to about the bullet? And he's... And that's he's like, the, he's the one congressman? Of the, yeah, he's a congressman or something like that, yeah. Well, I mean, secretary. is he, like, important from the comics at all, or is he just a movie person? I I mean, he might be. I don't I oh, can't okay. remember his name right now. But, but um, I thought the Doomsday fight, let's close out with that. That's the end of the movie. Superman's death. I was disappointed. It seemed very anticlimactic. Yep. I knew he was going to die. Yeah. Because... Doomsday. He had to, because it's Doomsday. But what I didn't get is that, like, there never seemed to be that moment that I'm going to be like, oh, man, Superman's dead. And, like, because <laughs> it happens, and uh-huh. he's, like, see his face. And then after that, he's never, like, the focus until he's in a coffin, and, like, the focus on the coffin. Like, he's he's laying there, like, Wonder Woman moves him, and then Batman moves him, and then Lois is sad. And I'm like, where's like the shot of his face, like just not moving? Or yeah, like his. This is cape I'm showing everyone from the, the cover, cover of the, the death, death of Superman. Superman. Like Where Superman's bleeding and his cape's floating on that pole, and Lois is holding. And his... 
The or, weirdest thing about that not being in this movie is that Zack Snyder loves taking like a picture oh yeah. from a comic oh, and, and he's putting re- it in he's the movie. really good at so it. So how is that not in the movie? <laughs> no, the thing looks great. He just doesn't always tell a great story. And that's why I'm so upset. There was iconic imagery from The Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. from The Death of Superman, from The Return of Superman, which is what I think the Kevin Costner thing was supposed to be a nod to. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of upset that we didn't see Superman get his suit ripped up, that he didn't get bloodied. See, that's the thing that bugs me, and, I, and like, I wonder how different the R-rated version is going to be, or if it's just going to oh, be some yeah. extra footage, I, is the only blood in this entire movie is when Batman scrapes his yeah. cheek with the spear, and I'm like, <laughs> what about when you were beating the crap out of him when he was weakened well, from the kryptonite? Just why blood out of his mouth or like, his nose, nose or broken something. Or... No. How cool would it have been if he had broken his nose and then as he regained strength, his nose just fixed itself? That so, would have been cool. That, that would have been, been really cool. cool. And right. it should have happened with what we were given in the story with I, the kryptonite and him being weak and stuff. I agree right. that it was anticlimactic. I just felt like at the end of it, they were like, well, we have to find a way to kill Superman. Yeah. So cut off the hand, give him a spike, and then he'll grab the kryptonite spear of destiny and ram it through him. And mm-hmm. it just, I don't, I don't know. It, so, it seemed know, really yeah. weird and just fell flat that it was like death. They also kind of pulled a Return of the King and had like six different Yeah, I complained about that. So I think that the way I think it should have done, it should have gone, is it should have ended after the Lex Luthor-Batman confrontation in the prison. Where he's like, where Lex Luthor's crazy and yelling and you see the, the music's all loud, you see the picture hung upside down and it's kind of scary and that should have been the ending and then they could have used that little last bit with Lois throwing dirt on the coffin as the like stinger. Yeah, as, as the post-credit stinger. That's what it should have done. That's what. But they DC done. doesn't want to steal that from Marvel. Yeah, they don't want to do a post-credit. <laughs> but that's what they needed because they needed that to end on that high, like ooh, intense note, and then yeah. like have that little See, bit of hope at the end of, after the. Stinger. Well, what's great is the the part where Batman and Lex are in prison, and he like has his branding iron ready. And he punches the wall instead of him. To me, that's saying that, like, Superman... Okay, it's clear that at some point, Batman's faith in humanity or something has been broken. That's why he's okay with killing people now. Probably something that happened with the Joker and Robin and all that stuff. When he says that line about, like, how many good people have we known that didn't stay that way and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a Batman that has kind of, like... He's still going to help people, but he's not going to, like... Giving people, he's not going to bother giving people like the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. If he had the chance to kill the Joker, he would. That kind of thing. But I feel like Superman dying the way he did kind of gave Batman faith again, and that's why he didn't brand him. That's why he punched the wall. Yeah. So that's, maybe he's coming back to that. being a good bats instead of a uh, grumpy old bats. And why he didn't put his fist through his face? Because yeah, he that's, really what, that's really what he right wanted then. to do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's sitting there running his yap at Batman like he is, yeah. and then that's what drove him to not brand him. Yeah, he yeah. felt compelled where he was fixing to probably put his face through or his fist through his face, and instead punch the wall. Mm-hmm. Also, but, Lex Luthor's prison number was TK four two one, or was yeah. sixteen T TK four two one. Which is the stormtrooper ID for Han Solo in the prison scene in the detention center on yeah. episode four? Nice. That's yeah. random. No, I noticed that. I noticed well, it right. That was the first thing I got. Because the movies were, I tweeted yeah. that originally. Was like, That's yeah. a little hit. The movies were being egg. like Seven and Batman v Superman were being filmed at the same time, and apparently the two oh, studios yeah. were like they were passing jokes back, back and, and forth with each other. Yeah. Like um, there was. Darth Superman, where like he's holding a red saber, but it's like actually Henry Cavill that they took a picture of in like a black 
hood. And then there's um, there's what do they call? Didn't it? they put like C three PO as Batman? And so like C three PO is like standing on the corner of a building with a black cape. <laughs> like they were like passing back and forth jokes since they were filming at the. Didn't scene they put like a Batmobile on the bottom of the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's one of them yeah. too. Yeah, that's I'm, the one I remember seeing. Two yeah. of the things that I, you know, I first of all, you know, I said a while ago I pretty much enjoyed the movie um, overall, but the one thing that I didn't like. In the film, was you were talking about the fight scene uh, where he was in the warehouse and he was saving uh, Superman's mom, yeah. Martha, and one of the bad guys puts a gun to his back of his head, oh, yeah. point blank, and pulls the trigger, <laughs> and doesn't even phase him. Now I get that his bat suit is bulletproof, but you put a <laughs> gun to the back to of somebody's somewhere. head, and you pull the trigger. Yeah, I don't care whether it's balls. bulletproof or not. You're going to get at least dizzy. Yeah. After that, from the concussion yeah. of the, or the, you know, uh, probably the bust your eardrums. Yeah. And, yeah. and the other thing that I didn't really care for, I just thought it was weird, was the Aquaman scene. You see his eyes glowing, and you're like, oh, you, you know who it is. They're right. underwater. I mean, who else is it going to be? And yeah. um, then all of a sudden, he comes out real quick and abruptly, and then he stops. And then he, it seems like he just sits there forever staring. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. And then, then he punches the, I don't know if he punches a guy or it's the camera. With the trident, but then it, you know, mm-hmm. you know, kind of frizzes out, and then it shows him blast off in the in the water. I just got yeah. that whole. I, I, I think yeah. he, I, I think he should have came out, looked at, you know, what it was he was seeing, brief, very brief, yeah. brief. That's the only and problem. Then, I had with then it. did the deal with the trident. Yeah, it needs to be a lot shorter. Him just, him just floating there for so long. I was like, okay, this is just so the audience can go. So that's He's what Aquaman cool looks tattoos. like. His hair is all wavy in the yeah. water. This yeah. is great. And then he destroys it. Yeah, but it's it like took Aquaman would have just like he would have stayed in the darkness. And he's just under shot it contract and he's and required done. to be on screen for at least twenty seconds. Yeah, I think- like because uh, like the Flash scene where he's like in the convenience store. My first thought was okay, so he goes and stops the robbery and like goes back and before the milk falls and all that. Right, stuff. but then he looks up at the camera. So my first thought was if he saw that the camera saw him, wouldn't the next move to be like go grab the security tape and come back? <laughs> So that nobody could see that. Um, I, I have a I have a pet peeve about the flash scene. I noticed it the second time. He has gone for I know we have to be able to see it, but he's gone for so many frames that I'm like, he's fast, but I think Usain Bolt would be just as fast. <laughs> I don't know that he was like I don't I mean I didn't do the math, but I'm like, he's gone for like a good ten frames, guys. I don't think he's I mean, I don't know how far they were apart there, but... What's weird, too, is I feel like security cameras are usually, like, 15 frames a second. So he should have literally been gone one second. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Just because of bad cameras for security. Uh, uh, I don't know. The cyborg one was the coolest one for me. Yeah, Yeah, it looked awesome. But how lucky are we that LexCorp decided to give him those logos, right? They called Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. (laughs) And Cyborg, Cyborg, and the Flash, the Flash... well, it said Red Streak, but the logo was a lightning. But what if they chose, like, wings or something? We'd be screwed. <laughs> well, the Wonder Woman logo, at least, was, like, on her costume from the older pictures. No, I get that. But, like, the other stuff, it's like, I guess that's... Did Lex, like, invent these people? <laughs> yep. But, see, that... Like, the fact that Lex was looking into these people, like, adds to, like, the fact that he hated Superman. Like, he just thinks that... He probably thinks, and rightly so, that the reason that Zod came to this planet is because Superman's there. So he's like, if there's other metahumans like this, we need to get rid of them so more more don't come come. here to destroy us. Well, that that was a question I had just generally from the scene with the government people. 
Was it such a bad, I mean, maybe I'm naive or critical, I don't know, cynical here. I thought that the idea of Superman having the silver bullet, the kryptonite weapon, made sense, like, totally and completely. It's like, well, we don't want it, but the good guy's ours. It's like, well, yeah, but he was ours before the other three came and just killed everyone. So maybe you do have this weapon not for Superman, but for when other people from the planet show up. Yeah, I don't know why they were so against and it. It was like, no, that was definitely that was the only three that were we 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 scanned the whole universe. There was only three. <laughs> like, I don't I don't get the reasoning behind that that you wouldn't mm-hmm. at least lock it up and be like, we have the ability if we ever need to. Yeah. Like have it like with the nuclear launch codes, you have to have like several people open use the key to open it and be able to use it. Well, I feel like couldn't you? I mean, I'm not a scientist, but it seems like with the gas and stuff, Batman figured that out pretty quickly. At some point, can someone go, no, we're just going to duct tape to the top of a nuclear bomb and shoot them like we did anyway, and that should do the job. <laughs> this brings up a question I have about Superman. Oh, yes. Does he have extra vision in these movies? Because we haven't, like, it hasn't shown us. I, th- I think he does because but, he makes the comment that he didn't realize of when the blast happened in the Senate mm-hmm. that it wasn't because he didn't have the ability to see it. It's because he wasn't looking for it. And so I, I, that see, told like, to me, me that he could have potentially seen it right. if he would have scanned that chair when he saw it. To me, when he said and, that, though, it was more like just the same way that I didn't see it. Yeah. Was that like I didn't realize that the wheelchair oh, I, could have I, been a I bomb. knew something was up Not that, that he, Well, I know, but I'm saying that I thought whenever he said I could have seen it. Right. I was thinking the same thing. Like, I should have figured that out. Yeah. Not literally seen through it. Also, the fact that, like, okay, whenever the kryptonite hit him... It didn't immediately take effect. Like, he made oh, the a smoke or whatever. Yeah. But when there's, like, the smoke cloud of kryptonite, he seems to not be able to see through that. So maybe kryptonite's blocking his x-ray vision, well, yeah. too? Well, the black one with the Batman threw where he hid behind. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was, like, so a normal I, I, that's, smoke that's, grenade that he, he couldn't he, see through, Batman either. So I wondered about that. So, I was like, if he has x-ray vision, like, a regular smoke grenade wouldn't keep him from being able to see Batman. I have one last complaint, and maybe you guys can straighten me out here. And this is it for me. Martha. Okay, the, the fight ends. this is the worst part of the movie. <laughs> the fight ends because Superman says you have to save Martha, which is his mother's name. Why and did Batman, you say that? And Batman realizes that's his mom's name, too. <laughs> I guess we better be friends now. Do we just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. You want to go out in the garage and do karate? That's exactly, yeah. that's exactly what happens in the movie. Stepbrothers. But I, I was like, how lucky is he that like, Anarchy's mom's name isn't... Is it Martha or the Joker? Yeah. Like, it's he's like, like, oh, Martha. Darkseid's like, mom's name is Martha? Martha? I guess I gotta be his best friend now. <laughs> the thing is, as much as I defend the other story <coughs> points that I just like, well, I got it. I didn't need to be explained or whatever. Like, this part, in my mind, I can create a scenario where this makes sense. But it didn't happen. Because, like, him saying Martha, my first thought is Batman hears that, realizes... You know, he has a mom, a human mom that's, like, in danger. Right, right. I have to save her. Like, he's only fighting me because I, you know, because he, he wants to save her. I, so I understand him saying, I'll save your mom. But I, but without more context or without more conversation, it seems like he'd go, okay, yeah. I'll save your mom. Stab in the head. Well, go find his mom. I, 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 mean, I saved you. I saved you. Your son's dead, but you're alive. Yeah. I had very much the same feeling that the idea was that he realized that Superman's fighting for Martha in the same way that he's fighting for Martha. 
That was, I mean, I can make a story like yeah. you're saying in my head that works. I just, but I thought on screen it was in the comic part. books. Are there both of their moms yeah. named Martha? Okay, it's funny because like I, I saw say, people on Twitter saying like it took me forty years to realize both their mom's name was <laughs> a Martha. Lot of people just realized it. I'm like, I, I mean, because oh, I, I was like, it's because it's never really been significant. Yeah, I was especially like, they didn't since, need to do that if it since, wasn't a thing. Yeah, especially since Bruce's mom died when he was a kid. Yeah, like his mom never comes up. Just my parents are dead. They died when I was very young. Because they could have just had it been like, uh, you, my, you're, you're killing my mother, or you're, you're, you're yeah. you know, it could have yeah. been like a, a, my mother is going to die, and not necessarily a Martha's going to die. Mm-hmm. It would have had the same effect. No, I agree because that goes back to my Man of Steel pitch where I said if you cut those scenes in there, it makes sense. I think yeah. on that one, if you take the opening of the parents dying, which was done very well, but was unneeded, and intercut it where he goes. Martha, and then he has the scene where he remembers his dad saying it when he was dying. Yeah, and, and he realizes his dad was a hero, just like yeah, Superman yeah. is a hero, and this guy is not any different than bottom line. I think that works better. Yeah, and I feel like that's the only reason that they had the Batman losing his parents scene at the beginning. Oh yeah, it was was for the Martha thing, and then they just didn't do the Martha thing quite right. Yeah, yeah, because at first I was like, "Why are we? We know what happened the to Batman's parents." The death of his parents, parents is very like cinematic and very well done. And I'm like, "Oh, they're not in an alley this time. They changed it. You know, they but, went to see Excalibur. You know the, yeah, Excalibur. I remember. I that love movie. that Patrick Stewart's awesome. Um, you know, my favorite part of that scene is because in so many different times when they depict the death of the parent of, of Bruce Wayne's parents, they're you know, cowards. It's all, well, no, it's always Normally. always the pearls getting broken, mm-hmm. and this time he has the gun. I don't think I've ever seen this before in any depiction of this. He has the gun that he lifts up, and when he fires it, it's the Slide coming back that breaks that it. Breaks it. I, I, for me, well, I thought that was that was a really pretty no. scene. I mean, I there's that t- the, the, com- the, the, the pearls always break, but I've never seen the gun break. Am I get think? Yeah, about I thought that was just I'm a not, nice added. I didn't go. That check was kind you. of an added touch. I thought I've never seen that before. Uh, the only thing I thought was super weird about that was you're right. The gun pointed up, but yet when we see your face, you did not get shot in the face. How do you grab a necklace, point a gun up, and not shoot? So you can kind of see it. He has it pointed up at first because he grabs her necklace and then it points it back down. Like towards no, it is up when he pulls the trigger. I, I remember it seeing it time. like more, more angled down, like he's going to shoot her right in the throat. Because I caught it, I saw it the first time, and I was like, "Wait!" And then I watched the second time, and I am like seventy-five percent sure it is angled up. And I was like, "I really did not enjoy the fact that that was like just done that way." And again, there's no blood there, so that's, that's well. There's good. a little bit of blood on her, a little. And, and Zack Snyder's colors kind but, of help him keep his ratings. Yeah, yeah. But 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 the reason I liked it was because normally they're like, "Please don't. We'll give you money," and then they die. Yeah. This time he was like, "No, I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you. Oh, I'm dead. Please don't kill my wife. Oh, my wife's dead. Please don't kill my son. Okay, he's alive. Yeah. No, I'm dead. Martha. Martha. Martha, which was saved. Martha, it's lucky that Thomas Wayne died because it saved Superman. Martha. Save Martha. It's like I can't, Dad. Oh, save another one later someday. Yeah, so, <laughs> save so, when you grow okay, up. Okay, Dad. Be time. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but that—that's that. that. Um, I guess to round it out, does anyone have any ideas where they'd like to see it go? Just quick, fast. If there's, any- I'm interested um, in seeing how they'll bring back Superman because you know they are. I want him to be dead at the beginning of the next movie. I'm afraid that he's going to be alive right off the bat. I want him to be dead. I want him to be dead like the first half of the movie and like 
Batman and Wonder Woman and like the rest of them are all together. Like the first half of the movie is them actually like getting everybody together, talking about the vision that he had and he knows something really bad's coming. And then they're fighting him and they realize that they can't. Like he just can't and like Superman comes back. And I think ideally what I'd like to see is like this Superman when he comes back, that like there's no more Clark Kent. Like he just doesn't he just doesn't try yeah, to be Yeah, because how anymore. are you going to bring Clark Kent back? Yeah, because the I whole mean, thing is no like, way. if Superman comes back, everybody cheers. If Clark Kent comes back, everybody's like, oh, Clark Kent's Superman. Otherwise, how do they both come? They both died the same <laughs> day. They both came back to life like the same week. Like, no. Yeah, we still aren't cluing there. Because so, so they buried think... Clark Kent. Like, he's, like, there's no, oh, yeah. I guess we, you know, read his yeah, pulse his obituary wrong. and everything. Yeah. But, uh, so you think that Superman will be the deus machina in the next movie? Yeah, but it's because it was set up in this one. Like, that was the whole thing about this movie, is it feels like the entire movie was to lead up to Batman saying, we have to find the others. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the main point of the movie, is gotta find everybody else. But, uh... Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. I, I'm just excited to see what they're gonna do with the Justice League, and hopefully it's not gonna be cheesy and... See, and the weird thing is, even though I like this movie, I feel like I'm looking forward to the Wonder Woman movie and the Batman oh, movie yeah. because Zack Snyder isn't doing them. Yep. Even After though, seeing Wonder Woman in this, I am excited oh, yeah. to see what The whole movie with, with her is going to be great. Like I said, I didn't get really impressed by her parts that she was in because I didn't feel like she had enough, but I felt like she did really well with what she had. Yeah, like, she was not I like Gal Gadot as yeah. Wonder Woman. And I'm like I said, it. I want to know what that source made out of. And I think well, they only I'm, said... I'm to see what, what version of, you know, yeah. Diane we're getting. So, uh, Didn't they only say her last name? Like, when she was running Ms. off the Prince. plane, they said so, Miss Prince. Yeah, I'm assuming it's Diane Prince. Yeah, it's Diane Prince. Yeah. But it's just like, they didn't even... Um, no. Even though they introduced, like, she met people. And it's just like, hi. I agree with what you guys Goodbye. said. I think that's the best way to go about the Justice League. I would have preferred that, Rose, you were saying you thought the ending should have been the Batman thing. I think the ending should have been the Wonder Woman arrival. I think it should have ended before they actually faced the Justice League should have been the next movie. Oh, before Fighting up, Doomsday. And it should have mm. picked up Fighting Doomsday. Ah, that would yeah. be good too. I think even um, it would have been better. Because, and the whole reason that they're cramming these things together is because they have to play catch right. up with Marvel. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and I feel like they even want to make sure that Darkseid comes out in the movie before we see Thanos as like the main villain. Because they're so similar. Yeah. So maybe people will be like, oh, we can see this one first. But um, ideally, this movie would have just been Batman v Superman. Wonder Woman wouldn't have even been in it. And it would have just been them going at it. And then having them become friends at the end. And then the next movie just be mainly a Superman movie that's like the death of Superman as a movie. Well, I agree. I would have liked to that see would the have death been. of Superman. That's like I, the ideal way to But the death of Superman in the comics is all the Justice League, like Blood Rain, them getting their asses handed to them. So I would have liked to see them start well, off with yeah, at yeah. least the big so three joined together so we know that something yeah, like that's like going I feel like that's it would have been Batman v Superman. Yeah. Just them fighting. Well, I mean, Doug, Then we would get the solo movies of Wonder Woman and Cyborg and The Flash. I don't need all the solo Aquaman. movies, I think. Well, I'm... they're doing them. Well, so... I mean, I, before, the, before we see the... <laughs> well, that's the thing. Because in my mind, even though people say they hate that they're mimicking the Marvel uh, formula, I guess, I feel like some of these characters needed some kind of backstory. Because now they're sort of like, there's going to be a Justice League movie before there's a solo Aquaman, Cyborg, or Flash movie. I, mean, like, I, I don't know how much they'll be in it like the other ones. So anyway, I mean, it's it, 
it was a personal choice. I would like to see the Death of Superman as an actual story because it's one of my big yeah. three comics. So I, I mean, that for me, that's it. I just I wish it had been its own movie. Yeah. And I hope if we have Superman come back, like you were saying, that we do get Superman with a mullet and all black. And I would love to see the reign of Superman, but obviously because they're playing catch-up, we're not going to get that. So we don't get their Eradicator, Cyborg Superman, or, you know, Steel. So the Man of Steel would have been cool to see on screen because Shaq murdered that. I feel like his uh, his coffin was sort of a homage to that because it was like yeah, all black it was the, the silver exact, S. The I'm like, that's clearly what that's a so. yeah. to, yeah. But anyway, overall, I am still not convinced. So overall, Chris gives this movie an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Ooh. I'd say about a six point five seven. It was enjoyable. I think I could agree with the eight. You know, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I I was I was with you, Rose. Desmond's like the two. Viewing <laughs> no, it's like a five. It's just there's major flaws that need to be addressed, and I hope that the special edition does that. So and if it does, Desmond only sees movies a second that. time if he doesn't like. Oh, I see tons of movies. <laughs> Hear that, Hollywood? Make a bunch of bad movies. <laughs> so, so uh, Desmond's definitely going to watch Ghostbusters tonight. <laughs> I said that I really, really am hoping the Ghostbusters I really good, hope it's I good, think, too. And I think it can be. Yes. I'll watch it six times. So, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. I, I think that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, yes, we're is. running a little late on yeah. time. We've so, been your uh, host. You've been awesome. Join us next time. Yeah. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Vine. Snapchat. Just look for Fantastic Four Pod. MySpace. Uh, check out our merch. Live Journal. Check out our merch on Amazon. That's right, GeoCities. Uh, we are everywhere you want to be. Come to Nerdtastic Con in July. <laughs> no, but it's May. It's next month. We will be at YC3. Yeah, Yellow, Yellow City Comic Con. Yellow City Comic Con. We'll have a booth there. Come check us out. We'll have some great, we have some great guests. I guess live streaming. Something. Something the entire time. Yeah. I, we haven't decided what or how. Here's a sneak peek for our local folks or for people that want to drive. We'll be giving away some video games throughout the day. Some Steam codes. And other goodies. We'll be giving so, away a lot of stuff. Yeah, yes. I've got I've got like a stuff of like comics too. So um, I know <laughs> these guys opinions. are working on so I can't tell you what they have. But. We'll be giving out opinions. Oh, yeah. Maybe some insults. As if you didn't get enough of them here, you and, can come to uh, the table. Let Chris judge your cosplay. Yes. Because he yeah. will be Bat Panda. You know, that's, Absolutely You not. come by and we'll, you know what, we'll, we will pick our cosplayer of the con. We'll I, do that. I have well, a, I have a job, so now that's where all my money should go into is getting the Bat Panda costume. That it should. <laughs> that's exactly right. All yeah. right. Well, I'm Rose. I'm Kern. I'm Desmond. And I'm Chris. And, and I was right about Captain Britain. So and right. Kern was right about Captain Britain. And Desmond was wrong about this being a bad movie.